Mic check, mic check. We are recording. We're live. Um, we're, we're not live, but we're about to. Mm-hmm. Ready to go? Yep. Hi, Mom. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Okay, cool. We're live. Cool. Strong Calm Podcast. Strong community. Strong communication. Okay. okay. How those two things relate to strong company. That's what we explore in this podcast. That's what we discover with people like you. Uh, we're live for the first time hey. in the podcast. That's cool. Uh, so we're live on Facebook. And Anne, thank you so much for joining me. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You have, uh, you're with, you are the creator and founder of Among the Pines. Sounds so funny when you say it. True. It is true. Right? Yeah. Right? Okay, so... And I'm really glad that we got to connect. We've been trying to have a conversation about Among the Pines for a while. Mm -hmm. You came across my Instagram feed. I think that's how I got connected. Or somebody tagged you or... Yeah, something. That's just how the world works these days. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, somebody's doing something that I'm definitely interested in because... (laughs) That's good. I'm glad. Well, you know, I I love East Texas. Mm -hmm. And it's like, obviously, you love East Texas. Right, yeah, I got a East new Texas shirt. Creative. I got a new shameless today. plug. Yeah, right. um, but I was like, wow, this is definitely an instant connection, definitely an instant follow of mm-hmm. somebody's really actively. You're you're really active in in you're building something, mm-hmm. and I wanted to find out more. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're doing today. Cool. So Let's dive in, I'm ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, uh, as far as the live goes, uh, Steve Soap and and everybody, I'm not going to get distracted too. <laughs> too much hey, but friends. just for the fact that uh it's it's new i want to say hello and uh maybe we'll wrap up the episode going yeah. in so if anybody yeah. has any questions or whatever yeah can, yeah let so, us know yeah so anyway so framing up the podcast here mm-hmm. I, I we we shared some notes mm-hmm. and um we're going to talk about community building communication and, and some other stuff but the reason you're here in Tyler isn't just to record a podcast with me. True. You traveled all the way from Lufkin. I did. To uh, do a book signing mm-hmm. at 903 Handmade. Yes. It was so fun. I love, um, I still giggle about being invited to do book signings because I just, I don't feel like I'm that cool, I guess. Um, but I always love, if someone invites me to do something locally, I want to jump in and do it. So um, she invited me to, she was like, Hey, let's do a book signing, you know, 12 to two on a Saturday and just, you know, go for it. And, um, so it's fun. People messaged they were coming, um, sold a few books, got to sign some, which is also funny to me, just signing the books that people want me to sign in. I'm like, sure. Yeah. I'll sign it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just love that local people want to, you know, invite me to be a part of what they're doing or partner with their business. Um, and then that people have traveled from, you know, different places to come see me today and say hi. And so that's for fun. Yeah, that's exciting. Okay, yeah. so let's dive into the book a little bit. There she and is. And a little bit about you among mm-hmm. the Pines and Ambridge. So yes. walk me through the origin steps of this. I, I did skin through the book mm-hmm. and it kind of... Mm-hmm. He just the, bought his copy today. I did. The photo, <laughs> is. it seems like that's... I love that photo. So tell me about the moment that this... That Among the Pines happened. What were you doing before? Mm-hmm. And how did this spark of inspiration start? Yeah. Um, well, super quick backstory about this photo. I do give like a little bit of backstory about it um, in the book, but it's actually a medium format film shot, old school film, um, of my backyard in East Texas in Lufkin. 
and the sun was coming up and there was so much mist around and I knew um, for all those film lovers out there, shout out, um, I just knew that the film would keep in all that light that was catching on the mist, whereas digital would just blow it out. Um, so once I got these scans back, you know, when you shoot film, it's not immediate. So you had to send mm-hmm. it off and then, <laughs> then you get it back, which I can talk about that later with photography stuff. But um, when I got this image back, I was like, gosh, that is, I mean, it's a stunning image to me. No matter who took it, I'm like, it's beautiful. East Texas is beautiful. And I was like, I really want an avenue that I can do East Texas justice in because I feel like you know, there are local media things or different magazines or different things, but I feel like one of the things was visual aesthetics. Tyler is doing a fantastic job, but generally I feel like the visual aesthetics or branding, just kind of the taste level at East Texas is lower than it needs to be. And I think that's just because, you know, and and so many people are doing things now where, you know, East Texas creatives, different people like really starting to raise the bar, which I'm so excited about. Um, but I feel like there's also so many great local artists, local businesses, local restaurants that needed a place, a current place to be showcased rather than maybe an older media outlet or a magazine. Cause you know, we're not, our generation is not really big on magazines anymore, or we mm-hmm. can get them on my iPad. Like, why do I need to buy it? You know, I can get it on my iPad or, you know, I can look at it online or, um, and being a photographer for eight years, I just know how powerful good images are. And so I just wanted, I just, I don't know, Among the Pines is really just like a random brainchild. I just kind of threw it out there um, because I just wanted to curate the images really well, showcase local places, um, you know, and just show people there's really cool things happening in East Texas. And I just got so much great feedback about it, both from business owners who are like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for featuring this. That person saw us on your feed yesterday and drove over and said they found, you know, so those kind of things, which like. That makes my heart so happy because mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, I'm doing these people justice, you know, and like connecting people all over East Texas um, is something I enjoy doing. So I think I want all of our cities to grow individually, but I definitely think if we can come together as like the East Texas community, we can really grow collectively and we can even become sort of like a destination, if you will, for like the bigger cities. So I feel like East Texas is such a hidden gem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't feel like a lot of people know how great East Texas is or just, you know, just has such a unique vibe, older vibe, but, you know, there's lots of cool new things happening. Um, anyways, I can talk about stuff forever. So just no, that's, let me know if, that's I, great. So, if no. I get off track, but all the things. I yeah. just yeah. have so, so many thoughts. So, so you, you've, you've been having these thoughts for the past, you know, in, in your, yeah, in your photography years, career. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. you've been just, it's, it's been bubbling up yeah. in, the, in that there's just not enough being done to mm-hmm. highlight the beauty and creativity mm-hmm. and, and, and value, overall value that East Texas brings to, yeah. the, to the planet. And it, the potential that the it has. I'm like, there's so much potential here for investors, for, you know, people our age to start businesses. I mean, mm-hmm. cost of living is so low in East Texas. Right. My dad, shout out to my dad. Sometimes he jokes about retiring and he looks at like what he could buy in East Texas, what he could build. And he's like, I'm giving this some serious thought because they're in Dallas. They're like in North Dallas. So I'm oh, like, got it. Got it. to build something is astronomical. But here I'm like, you can get acreage and build an amazing house and be part of, I feel like that's another reason why I love East Texas. So you can really be a part of seeing a city change 
in your lifetime. You know, like you could barely make a drop in the bucket in like Dallas, Austin, or Houston. But, you know, in our smaller cities in East Texas, if you get involved, you can really start to see things change, even in a year or two. Um, For sure. So are you an East Texas native? I am not. I'm a transplant. Okay, you're a transplant. Now I would call myself a native. Yeah, okay, from where? um, I originally grew up in Dallas. Okay. And um, then I actually went to the University of Georgia. Shout out. Go dogs. Um, And then moved to Waco. Met my husband in Waco. And then we moved to Lufkin six years ago now, maybe. Okay. So I'm getting close to a decade. So I feel like I'm, you know. Yeah, you're East Texan. Oh, yeah. I claim it. I embrace it. I'm all about it. So For sure. Awesome. Okay, so... Over time, you've just seen. The, okay, so let, let's step back a little bit. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna reference the because you you were you were touching on some things that I totally agree with mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. the East Texas community and East Texas creatives uh, sees this, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of other people see that East Texas doesn't necessarily have a brand or right. a yes. an element of identity. Yes. Uh-huh. And that was the that's what you the problem you're trying to solve with among mm-hmm. the pines. Mm-hmm. So you you just had felt this thing kind mm-hmm. of coming up and then you said, you know, you're you put to use you're putting to use mm-hmm. your skills with photography and mm-hmm. and your understanding of all these elements right. to curate and elevate the mm-hmm. identity of East Texas as a whole. That's the yes. ambition for Among yes, the Pines? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And just supporting local businesses I go yeah. is always fun for me, just to give them a place to be showcased for their hard work. So I understand it's really hard to run a business or start a business. I've never had, like, a storefront either. So, you know, I just love to support the people that are starting up things or even things that have been around for a while. People are like, oh, go check this out. I'm like, absolutely. Featured in my stories and People love it. They're like, oh, I didn't know that was there. Even people that live in that city are like, oh, my gosh, I never knew that was there. I'm going to go check it out. And mm-hmm. um, so I just love connecting people in that way, too. Awesome. So how old is Among the Pines? <clears throat> when did um, it really start? When Last January. Last January is when? I, like, had my first post on Instagram. Okay. Okay. The, <laughs> the, the Instagram handle started in, in yes, January. Okay. In January of, what was that? 2018. Okay. 2019. Now, okay, right? so a little over a year. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. how long has the book been around? I launched the book. It came out in um, early December, and it was kind of it's okay. just one of those things where I've, I've been kind of dreaming about it for a while, and I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna be crazy and do it. Um, oh hey, people are joining. Hey friends. Um, I just kind of yeah. I guess I'm in that phase of life where I'm just like I'm gonna throw it out there and try it. And then I tried it. If it's a total flop and it's terrible, then I learned something, mm-hmm. you know. But but it's, you know, it's been fun. It's been really great. I just like the concept of, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I obviously have a love-hate relationship with social media like most humans, I feel like. Um, you know, it has its place. It has its purpose. But I still love, like, the tangibility of something. You know, like, you still, to really experience something, which, you know, artists would understand, like, you know, you want to see it, touch it, taste it, feel it, look at it. You know, social media just doesn't really give you that connection. You know, it's beautiful. Different feeds are beautiful in the way people curate things. And, you know, or different posts might give you, like, the emotional connection of, you know, the story they wrote or whatever. But um, I wanted to also create, like, a, a tangible, physical collection of the best things of East Texas 
And so I was like, I'm just going to make a, a little book. <laughs> so I shot most of it myself, designed it myself, printed it myself, um, which I had thought I had pretty much lost my mind. <laughs> but I, I'm really proud of it. I mean, I feel like I put a ton of hard work into it and really, I mean, it took me a long time to really decide. I wanted to make sure I'm equally representing cities. So in this mm-hmm. issue, um, It'll be the first volume, hopefully, in a collection. I don't know how many I have the stamina to do, but maybe 10. We'll see. That might be my goal for now. Um, so at least do five local businesses in each one so I can really curate those well. Um, and I want them to be a different category each time and in a different city. So it kind of takes a while to brainstorm because I don't want two to be in one city. You know, I want to try to touch on all the different cities in East Texas, um, you know, and pick a business that I love or an artist that I love. Um I really represent them well. Like I, you know, I messaged all the people in this book. I was like, hey, I'm thinking of doing this. Can you, will you be a part of it? And everyone was like, absolutely. Like barely any questions asked. I was like, awesome. These people are on board. I would think they would thought I was crazy, but. um, So, so when, when you had the, okay, so this moment, right. mm -hmm, You said, mm -hmm. you said this is. You know, it, it it captures the beauty of East Texas and, and mm-hmm. what I love of East Texas. Mm-hmm. And more people should know that this is mm-hmm. this is possible for them or at yeah. least find a greater appreciation <clears throat> for East Texas, because there's a lot of people. I grew up in East Texan and, mm-hmm. you know, Austin was everybody's saving grace. And right. a lot of times that's that's still the case. And, you know, True. I hate this town and I, I can't wait to get out of here. And Austin's going to save me. Right. And I always felt, you know, I, of course, I kind of related to that sometimes mm-hmm. because you always, you know, there's always a sense of, you know, my computer, my community is not serving me as much as I want it to mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But I always knew that, you know, there was something special about where I am right. because there's sp- something special about where everybody is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it's just that proper perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, w- so in January, when you started the account. Did mm-hmm. you say, I'm going to, this is going to be a book in December? No, I didn't, I didn't think that at all. I think I kind of started <clears throat> thinking that maybe early summer and fall and had kind of okay. started playing it out. And then, um, which we talked about this earlier, but I had a friend that was like, Hey, I think it'd be a really good idea to have this out by Christmas. And I was like, that is so true, but I, I don't know how I'm going to pull it off. <laughs> lot of sleepless nights, but I but yeah. I pulled it off because I just feel like that was a good time to launch it. People are wanting gifts and um So so it so. started more as like a blog, I guess, or just like like a social media account, yeah, kind of like an aggregator for East yeah. Texas. Yeah. So it really was just the Instagram account at first. Um and it just quickly evolved into, you know, a guide to the best of East Texas. And then um, you know, I've created my um own website for my photography business and so just created um a website for Among the Pines and then you know, I thought it'd be good to have a reference on there, too. So online, too, I have a reference guide to each city. Um, the bigger ones, I have them kind of, like, sectioned out into categories. The smaller ones, I'm still trying to organize and, like, because for me, visual aesthetics are everything. So mm-hmm. I have one big long list of all the different cities, but I want to, like, make it look cooler eventually if I <laughs> once I get the time to do that. But as I feature people, I add them under the city, um, you know, whichever city they're in, Canton or... Longview or mm-hmm. um, Quitman, you know, whoever. Palestine. <laughs> I always say it wrong. I'm you do? so sorry. Yes. And my husband laughs at me every time. Palestine? Palestine. I say Palestine. Got it. Got like it. the Middle East. Yeah. 
but yeah. it's Palestine. Yeah. So I'm just going to throw myself under the bus on that one because. Yeah, yeah you got to be careful. I always catch myself. <laughs> Even when I visited, I said it yeah. wrong a couple of times to locals. I was like, Palestine. I'm so sorry. sorry. I'm so sorry. Goodness gracious. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm gonna reference my questions here. Mm-hmm. Um, this is also a dirty chai from the foundry. Good job. That's good. So. I think we kind of covered this, but I do want to just ask it explicitly of like, mm-hmm. what what do you find special about East Texas? Mm, so many things. I feel like when I talk to people about East Texas, the word that always comes up is the communities. So I feel like, you know, people have lived here all their lives. They grew up here. They moved back here. And it's always what they miss the most was the community or, like, the family atmosphere, you know, the slower-paced lifestyle that we have, Um, which especially, like, Tyler has tons of big city resources. Um, But, yeah, I think it's just the community. Like, when um, people start new businesses, I'll just speak for Lufkin, if, like, someone starts a new business in Lufkin, like, people come out in droves to support that person. And I... I don't feel like you can get that in a big city. Like you'd have to really market well. It'd probably be tons of strangers, a few family members, you know, but in, you know, a smaller town or city community like East Texas, everyone wants to support you because there's not a lot, you know? So they're like, you're doing something and we want to support local and shop local. And um, yeah, I think it's just such a welcoming, yeah, just such a welcoming atmosphere. I feel like when I moved here, I was a little bit, which I always tell people, I was at first, like, terrified <laughs> to move to such a small town. Being from Dallas, I was like, ooh, Lufkin, that's pretty small, right? But I was like, at least it has a Chick-fil-A and a Target. Those were like, those so I'm like, this is okay. I'm going to be okay. Those are huge you know. And I really actually. don't go to those places that often. But but at the time, I was comforted by, <laughs> at least okay. there's a Target and Chick-fil-A, I'll be okay. Who isn't? Um, right, right. But Chick-fil-A, I mean, it's a staple. But yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like what well, I do like about East Texas, sometimes it's hard to put into words. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. It, it seems as if, you know, I didn't necessarily knew, I didn't know that about you until, you know, right now. Mm-hmm. But it seems as though the the fact that you're not local, as mm-hmm. much as, you know, you might right, stumble over, yeah. you might stumble over Palestine every once in a while, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even though that could be seen, seen as like a, oh, you know, make you kind of like, uh-oh, you know, <laughs> yeah. it, it's actually, it could be your best asset <clears throat> mm-hmm. because, and your, and your greatest strength. Because I see things differently because, since I'm a exactly. quote unquote outsider. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, growing up here, they're like, this is the worst place I've ever lived in my life because this is the right. only place, you know, they don't know yeah. any different. But you have that unique perspective and, you know, life journey that gives you the pause to be able mm-hmm. to appreciate yeah, where others so might true. just say, you know, wow, you know, the, the, the concrete jungle is going to be way better than, than what <laughs> I have here. And you, I mean, honestly, you cannot convince me to move back to a big city. I would be very sad if I had to move <laughs> to a big city. I do not, I do not want to go back. Um, yeah, I do. I, I've talked about that with my husband sometimes. I feel like. Sometimes maybe the small town culture kind of has like a unspoken set of rules, kind of like you don't do this and you don't do that. And so I think sometimes it works to my advantage because I'm like, I don't really know that. So I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. And mm-hmm. and so and I've naturally normally been a rule breaker, just 
want to want it to beat to my own drum, do my own thing, but still in a loving way. Like I never want to offend people. My heart is always to support East Texas and local businesses, but but I do think sometimes you have to take a risk and put yourself out there and do something different. Um, so I, I do. I am grateful for that perspective. Just I see it differently, and I can play um, outside the rules sometimes. Yeah, that's awesome. Why do you think that East Texas doesn't have um, as much as a a brand as? I know that's a great question. And does it need does it need one? And this is just these are like free thoughts that I'm just kind of mm-hmm. uh, thinking about because I think a lot of people, you know, Austin has a brand. Yeah, it's keep weird. Austin weird. Dallas mm-hmm. is whatever Dallas is. You know, it's Dallas home of America's whatever. team. It's it's you know it's like the most Texan town ever. Yeah, San yeah. Antonio has that cross cultural appeal. Yeah, Houston is whatever it is. It, I mean, it's just another big the cultural hub. It's like coast. The coast. You can you kind of count movie. on it for different things, you know? Yeah. East Texas, it's like there's not one shining beacon of light that, you know, yeah. people can really put their thumb on. Mm-hmm. And I think it's what makes it really difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, of, but but the, the unique value, kind of what you just highlighted, is that each little town has its own mm-hmm. little identity. Yeah, but and, it's not enough to pull on its own. Is kind of my mm-hmm. overarching thought of. Yeah, I think I think that's a really interesting brainstorming conversation for all of us East Texans. Feel free to share your thoughts, but I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I would love to get some sort of collective, branding, for East Texas if we had an overarching thing of collectively as cities. Um, you know, we at least came up with some sort of slogan that we could be. Yeah, I don't well, know. I just well, well I among the pines us. works. Yeah, among the pines works. That's great. <laughs> you've already you've already done it. I'm, I'm all know, about that. I'm all fun. about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just I feel like we could draw a lot more people collectively highlighting, you know, um, like among the pines does on on my feed. It's just hey, here's tons of things you can explore, you know. And I and a girl told me today, Rebecca. If you're watching, um, she's like, oh, I follow your Instagram. You know, mm-hmm. she came to 903 mm-hmm. Handmade and she's like, I, whenever I go to a city, I always look at your Insta story highlights and see what you went to there. And then I go check that out. I'm like, yes, that makes me so happy. You know, so even servicing sort of in that way of just helping people know like, oh, here's a city. Here's a couple of things you can see there. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you so, how, how do you how do you select that? Um, what you, you say, you say among the pines. Showcasing the best of East Texas mm-hmm. because you're really on this yes. like kind of elevations type of your uh, type yes. of your uh, vision. It's some mm-hmm. of your vision. So how do you select the best? What is what is that? To me, it's all about visual aesthetics and branding. And sometimes it's hard if places are not on Instagram or Facebook. I'm like, to me, in 2019, you might as well not exist. No offense. It's just an action point. Like get on social media. The more you're out there, the better. Um, but I'm like, sometimes it's hard for me if I'm an out-of-towner to discover you, which is a great example. Like, if I'm wanting to go visit Palestine or Henderson or wherever, mm-hmm. like, if if I can't find you on social media or on Facebook, then I don't know you exist because I don't have time. You know, I have two businesses. I have two kids. Like, I don't have time to just, like, pop over there and explore all day and leisurely decide where I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Um so I do. I always kind of look people up on Instagram or, you know, I'll be like, hey, I'd love to go to this city next and just have people, even locals, East Texans. I love having 
when I throw up questions, I'm like, hey, where should I eat lunch today? I'm in so-and-so. And people are like, this place, this place, this place. And so sometimes it's fun to be like, oh, okay. And then, you know, I kind of go through those places and just based off of, I guess, my taste or things that interest me, either their branding or their food. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I think, just kind of pick it and yeah. go from there. Awesome. Awesome. I, I, I think you've highlighted an excellent point in that, you know, visual, visual, the visual aesthetic to your business, to, to your, whatever you're doing mm-hmm. and, and the brand matters. Right. Even to locals. Yes. I had a guy, um, you know, I work with group M seven, we do website design and all that. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I talked to him and one of the things was, well, we'd get online if we were trying to go global, if we were trying to build a huge business, just you know, blow it up, you know, and yeah. and reach. If we had a business that reached, you know, the whole U.S., right. we'd go online. And I said, local people use Google too, right? Exactly. I was going to say, and and it's <laughs> it's just part of our lives. But mm-hmm. for some reason, there's a disconnect sometimes. Yes, I agree. That people have. I don't know what that is. That 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 the internet yeah. is the internet. It's just going to connect me to to everyone. Mm-hmm. When really, it's just a tool. That everybody that can use. That you need to connect to the person down the street. Down the street. Mm-hmm. And and the more social media is progressing, I'm I'm mm-hmm. realizing how it's it's really becoming a a wonderful parallel to actual networking with with mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. With regular people, with just people. like you regularly do in, mm-hmm. in real life. If you go out and you're looking to network with somebody, mm-hmm. it's no different. Right. And mm-hmm. and the tag in the post is here. Here's my friend. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it, the just just sending a message is mm-hmm. just as simple as walking over and saying, "Hey, what are you? About? What are you doing?" Just right. like you were at nine oh three, you you had your books and everything like that. Mm-hmm. It's really no different. But for some reason, and and it's generational. You know, yeah, I think and, so. And, uh, there, there's <clears throat> a lot of different factors, but um, the misconception that you know, good old East Texans don't need this. You know, social networking. Mm-hmm. it's just not, it's just, it's, yeah. I'm like, know. word of mouth is still strong, but it's like social media is a new form of word of mouth, which exactly. maybe would be a concept that would help people understand better. Because I do think the generational thing is hard sometimes where, you know, we, you know, we grew up with this, although like I didn't have a cell phone until I was 15, which was kind of nice, <laughs> you know, and you couldn't even get on Facebook unless you were going to college, mm-hmm. the good old days. And I didn't even have Instagram till. I was married. I don't think Instagram was around until I got married back in like 2011. Um, so I, I I get that so much has changed and it's interesting and it's scary. Um, but it is. I feel like social media is sort of the new word of mouth because culture isn't, unfortunately, like it was where people are out all the time and connecting and talking to each other face to face. Unfortunately, I feel like maybe we need some more of that sometimes. Definitely. But, you know, yeah, as a business, I feel like social media. Yeah. I tag this place. I go to this place. I recommend this place. Like it's all on Facebook recommendations on Facebook, recommendations on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, whereas you're there's... not seeing more people be like, Oh, Hey, the other day I went to this place. You're not saying it to them. You're posting it and your friend exactly. is seeing it and commenting. Exactly. You know? And, and nobody's and people are more likely to share an experience mm-hmm. or share with their friends. If it's something right. that's valuable to look at, Right. And valuable to to be, you know, mm-hmm. so so th- it comes to that uniqueness of your brand. Like, it, mm-hmm. is your brand unique enough? Is it visually right. appealing enough to I where know. people would be proud to represent it? Mm-hmm. 
with their own devices because yes. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I'm talking to a, a professional photographer who, you know, curates this <laughs> stuff. So, but, uh, it, you know, like I think the lame, you know, the person that just uses it, you know, uh, social media for personal everyday personal stuff. use, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, we do it in a professional manner, mm-hmm. um, or at least approach it in that way. You know, even, even the, the, the person who uses it in, in everyday life, curates their own feed Mm -hmm. in terms of you know well it's not going to go on my facebook because i you know that's just not something that i value enough right you know it's there's like a certain thing that you've got to be able to do to penetrate Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. you know there's there's stuff that i you know i just don't post because it's it i know i would want to post part of my thing you know that's an interesting uh, subject to explore too i'm a visual aesthetics crazy person yeah so so the visual aesthetic and the unique brand is what's going to really help people stand out among the pines i hope so yeah and then and that's another thing i wanted to create the book to where it's something that people are proud to own like i always hope that i'm doing East Texas justice in a visually excellent way, in a visually compelling way that people are like, I'm proud to own this. I want it in my home. I want to gift it to people. I want to show it to people. Um, Because I think there's so much to be proud of in East Texas. And yeah, again, just wanted a way to showcase it and give it to people and say, hey. Well, it's definitely eye-catching. You you definitely accomplished that. Um, Even just like a a flip through. I'm like, I feel... It's a feeling of of pride that I have it, mm-hmm. you know, in my house and, and knowing that I have it in the home because I can I can already imagine, you know, it's an attractive thing to pick up and mm-hmm. then not only pick up and learn about, mm-hmm. I can go down the street mm-hmm. and see these people. Right. It's not like right. I'm, you know, so. Uh, or take a weekend trip and. Exactly. Go exactly. to Silver Grizzly or go to Ritual or. So, so tell me a little bit about, um, tell me about ETX Market, what okay. you've got going on there because. Mm-hmm. Um, um, among the pines is the book. Yes, mm-hmm. and you've, we've touched on that uh, in in a few different ways of, of of why you chose that as a as a way to um get the message across. Mm-hmm. But um, what's ETX Market? Tell me about. Um, ETX Market is another one of those just crazy ideas. I was like, oh. you know, it's not a new concept, but I feel like. In an effort to connect all of our communities, I was like, I want to have an East Texas market. I don't want it to be a Lufkin market. I don't want it to be a Longview market. I don't want it to be a Tyler market. I want it to be an East Texas market because there's so many artisans, artists, you know, boutiques. I mean, there's so many people here that I was like, oh, you know, food trucks, all the things. I was like, I want an East Texas community event where everyone, vendors from all over East Texas, can come and be showcased. Mm -hmm. And it just so happens to be in Lufkin because that's where I live. (laughs) So it's more convenient (laughs) to plan it in Lufkin. Um, You know, but maybe next year I could do it in a different city. Who knows? But um, Because I never want to be partial to a city. But again, I'm a mother, so I need to do it in Lufkin so I can pull it off. Right. Um, So I just threw the idea out there and it— People were super pumped and excited about it. And I was like, okay, so I guess I will really plan this thing. I kind of tentatively planned it. But um, so it's been fun. I, I got permission to use this giant parking lot in downtown Lufkin. And, um, you know, kind of st- I partnered at first with um, Heritage Antiques. It's downtown. And um, 
then a bunch of other downtown vendors in Lufkin are like, oh, cool. You know, we're hopping on. Like, we'll all do sales that weekend. I'm like, absolutely. And they're like, is that cool with you? I'm like, absolutely. Please do. You know, because that's what Among the Pines is about. Like, I want to support the East Texas community. And then at the same time, would love to bring more business downtown Lufkin. So I'm like, great, let's do it. So it should be fun. Awesome. When is it? It's April 27th. Um, in downtown Lufkin from 10 to 2-ish. We'll just see. And everyone pray that it wow, is so it's sunny next, and wonderful. So it's next month. It's next month. Coming yeah. right on up. I've and got some stuff to do. You've got a cute, uh, you've got a good amount of vendors. I do. I'm super excited. So you can see um, I have a whole page. I just created a page like two days ago on the website that shows you all the vendors for East Texas Market. Um and more people signing up all the time. I just got a new woodworker signed up that I'm super pumped about. Super pumped. I'm hoping I can convince him to make some tables and benches. Awesome. That will be for sale. So, TBD. Awesome. For awesome. people to sit. Because I'm like, I don't want to rent an ugly plastic chair or table. It just hurts my heart. The visual so, aesthetics. The visual aesthetic weirdo. I'm over here. I'm like, ah, oh, it just would pain my heart to rent a plastic table with chairs. So. No, that's great. We'll see. Um. I want to dive into that a little bit, uh, yep. just about because it it's such at the core the visual aesthetics part. Mm-hmm. It, we we keep coming back to it, mm-hmm. and it's it's at the core of your being. It seems yes to make things really beautiful stand out and um, create some sort of impression. So, mm-hmm. where does that come from? I don't. That's a very deep question. I don't actually know. I mean, I. And the funny thing is, I would have never considered myself a creative until the end of college. Like, I was not an artist in any way. I didn't do any creative things growing up. And then just at the end of college, I started painting a little bit, which I would never showcase any of my art. I don't have art anymore. But at the time, I started painting. (laughs) And um, then my parents gifted me, like, a nice DSLR after college. And I traveled. And um, I guess just from there, started realizing there's a good image and a bad image or, you know, the way you see things is different than normally the way you just take a snapshot of it. Like it doesn't quite capture it unless you're experiencing it in real life. I don't know. I just, I think I just started falling in love with the art of photography. Um, and then eventually got into weddings, which was been, so I shot weddings for eight years. Um, still might occasionally, but I intentionally didn't book any for 2019 because I needed a little bit of a break. Um, mm-hmm. But I really don't know where it comes from. It's just like an innate passion or drive. Like it just, and even last week, which is another really funny example, I completely rearranged the downstairs of my house. <laughs> I, I swapped the living room and the dining room, and it's awesome. Like, I know y'all don't live in my house, so you don't know what it looked like before, but it just makes so much more sense. It's like so much more visually pleasing to me. I don't know. I'm like, I'm such a weirdo. I, I texted my husband. And I was like, hey, so I might have completely rearranged the downstairs. And if you hate it, I'll move it back to how it was. But I really like it. Um, I don't know. It, it's just like almost it. it brings joy to my brain or just, I don't know. It's not a very good answer to your question. No, I think it's great. But I think it's great. I, I don't know where great. it comes from. It's yeah. just innately in there. It was something I'm meant to do, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I love it. I yeah. Love it. Um, yeah. Deep thoughts. Deep thoughts. Deep thoughts. That's what I'm about. I love mm-hmm. I love kind of diving in as, yeah. as, as deep as we can get. I, know, uh, I don't know where it comes from. 
Here's a fun question. Um, if you could communicate East Texas in one word, what would you say? Um, the first word that comes to mind is potential because I feel like, I think we said this a little bit earlier, but I feel like East Texas is more of a hidden gem and people just don't know what's here or what could be here. That's something that really excites me about Lufkin. I'm like, Lufkin is essentially like a blank canvas. Like we don't really have a collective city branding. Like we don't have like major staples in my opinion. There's, you know, we have chains and franchises, but like I would love for us to have more local restaurants, more places to eat, you know, just something that gives us more culture. Like I'd love for us to have more art, you know, murals, et cetera. Um, and so that's something that always inspires me about Lufkin because I'm like, oh, we could actually change this in our lifetime. Like, we can see things develop or do it ourselves. Like, mm-hmm. start among the pines and do it myself. Or, you know, I don't think I could ever open up a restaurant, but I have so many different ideas. <laughs> if I had bazillions of dollars, I would make happen. But, um, yeah, I, I always think that in my brain. Like, having traveled a lot, um, lived in bigger cities, I'm like, there's so much potential here that I feel like if people are willing to dive in, and work hard. I, and I, I feel like so many people have dreams in their hearts and they can make it happen here. Like they don't have to move somewhere else and make it happen. Like you could do it here, do it in Longview, do it in Tyler, do it in Lufkin, do it in Knack. Like there's plenty of people here that want to support you um, and bringing your dream into a reality. And there's room for it. You know, if you wanted to start, I don't know, another home decor store in Dallas, like that would be really hard, really expensive, and you have tons of competition. In East Texas, you have, like, zero competition. There's tons of desire for it. I just feel like locals just want more and more resources. Um, so if you're willing to step up and provide that resource, like, you're going to do well here. And the cost of making it happen is, you know, going to be a tenth of what it would be. Yeah. You know, if you wanted to do it in a bigger city, and you would probably be more successful and have more of a loyal clientele base so awesome potential, awesome. potential. i think that's the perfect word yeah. for east texas yeah and uh i think it 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 kind of touches on what you mentioned you don't know what appeal you have of or you know what draws you to visual aesthetics and mm-hmm. things like that but mm-hmm. I, it seems as if potential might be that yeah. that kind of so. core thing that you're like hey what if my dining room and living room switched places Switch. for a little bit? Yeah. And then you just take action and, and make it happen. And do it and see if it see if it works and see if it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Let me ask you something yes. about brand because you think about it a lot. Um, okay. what what makes um what makes a brand strong to you? Uh, outside of mm. visual elements, um what what are some of those other things that actually let me let me ask you this. Okay. What makes a community strong? Uh, that's a very weighted question. Um, I I feel like something I'm learning more about as an individual is not withholding the best of myself. So it's like I'm I'm made to do something uniquely, and I feel like each person that's alive and breathing also is made to do something uniquely. So. Instead of hiding that and keeping it to myself, I need to, uncomfortable as it is for me, I mean, I still think it's funny. I'm sitting here doing a podcast and we're like on Facebook Live. Like, that's not my general MO. Like, I'm not like a woo, look at me kind of person. That's Mm -hmm. not. 
my natural inclination. Um, but I, I think like we're talking about just like, you know, the innate passions for potential or visual aesthetics is something that I, you know, essentially have kept to myself sort of, I guess, as a photographer, um, instead of sharing it with the community and using it in a way that makes a positive change or moves things forward. Um, so I don't know. I feel like that's something I'm learning is just really getting to know yourself and who you are, which, you know, I'll preach to the mothers. I feel like sometimes being a mom of young kids, like you can kind of lose yourself in that like bedtime, snot, you know, going to the grocery store, dropping off at school, like you really have to intentionally make time for yourself. That's something I've really realized this year. I'm like, whoo, I have not made a, I've made time for businesses, but I have not made time for myself. And you change over time. I'm not the same person I was when I was 15, you know? Um, so that might be my little soapbox currently. It's just a journey that I'm on, like relearning who I am, you know, the weird, the good things, the bad things, and like knowing that and owning it, um, you know, and then using that in a way that positively affects the people around me or strengthens the person next to me or, you know, makes a difference in the East Texas community in a positive way. So cycling back, I feel like what makes a strong community is if we're all willing to be present, fully present and knowing who we are, what we're gifted to do, and then actually doing it and not, you know, like we talked about earlier, where people are like, oh, this place sucks. I want to get out. Like, no, you could stay here. And do something about it instead of just copping out and be like, uh, peace out. I'm going to Austin. It's cooler. I'm like, okay, that's fine. You know, we, we don't need you then, <laughs> you know, uh, but you could stay here and like dig down deep and invest and make a difference in, in our community. So awesome. I don't know. Is that so a- no, that's, I think it's excellent. So, so you're saying that I, I love how you tied it into this proper quest for individual greatness mm-hmm. and and really um, honing your own skills and developing those mm-hmm. you started there mm-hmm. to benefit the community right so it's not about a, a community so a strong community then mm-hmm. is a collective of people mm-hmm. that are all doing that at the same yes. time yes that are saying okay what can I bring mm-hmm. what can I deliver what can mm-hmm. I give? Um, and taking that real intentional look at the inventory of self mm-hmm. and saying, what can I provide out there to somebody else? Yeah, because if, and, and if then, we're not and then each, going and doing it. Yeah, if we're not each contributing, then we're missing something is sort of how I feel because I'm, I'm not you and you're not me. So mm-hmm. if you're not offering what you have, then then I'm missing something, you know, in our communities. I feel like we're not. And that can be anything. It can be small. It can be huge. doesn't matter. But, you know, we all... Yeah, I just think knowing yourself, knowing what you can offer, then we need that. That's amazing. So um, for you, uh, was there is there any particular thing that you do, um, or how did you find how did you how do you, how do you uncover that? If somebody says, "Wow, that's a great idea," now what? You I know? know this is so taboo, and I'm sorry, but I actually nope. am starting to get into it, and I'm going to say it wrong. But the enneagram. Oh, is that this how you is the say second it? time I've heard this in two weeks. Listen, Please tell the people I'm, about it. I'm so not a bandwagon person. Like, if something gets huge, I don't want to do it. So just plug for that. <laughs> just know that about me. So I know everyone was like, oh, I'm obsessed with this. I'm this number. I'm this number. I'm this number. I'm like, this is so lame. I'm not going to do it. However, 
y'all, I did it. I paid $12 and I took the test. Um, I'm a number nine, which if you know me, everyone's like, that makes so much sense. <laughs> and reading about it, I'm like, ooh, this is me. Ouch. In good ways and bad ways. I'm like, ooh. Um, and I actually just started reading a book that I, I'm forgetting the title of. I think it's called like Back to You. It's like a rediscovery of self, like through the Enneagram. Um, it's written by this dude. He's super funny. It's like a it's like a spunky book. Like I giggled in the first couple of pages. I'm like, I know I'm going to like this guy because it's like funny and interesting, but also mm-hmm. like incredibly helpful and like a wealth of knowledge. So I feel like I've just started kind of diving deep into that of learning more about wow the and if it didn't resonate with me I would have tossed it but I'm like this is legit reading my mail <laughs> these are all my flaws yes absolutely mm-hmm. don't do the, yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and my husband would be like yeah that's, this is you <laughs> you know I'm like oh, sorry um, and I guess that's what I like about it it's it's telling you your strengths and your weaknesses at the same time and then you can also learn about other people like you know there's what also intrigues me about it is like when you're stressed, it's like the way the diagram is set up, which is so interesting. I'm like, I don't know how all this stuff got shaped. It's like just very intriguing to me. But um, when you're stressed, it, your arrow like points to a certain number. Oh, okay. So that's interesting to me. So like if, I, if I'm in a bad place, I go to, I think, I think I'm six and three or something like that. Like I go to a six, um, you know, and if I'm like in a great spot, then I'm, I'm, pointing towards a three or, or whatever. Anyways, probably all you experts out there can correct me. But um, I feel like that's just one one practical thing that's kind of starting to help me really understand myself and also knowing my weaknesses at the same time. I don't feel like you can just know your strengths. Like you need to know what you suck at Definitely. at the same time. And then put people around you that can help you in those weaknesses, which again would be a strong community if I'm like, oh, I know I'm terrible at this then I need people around me that can help me with that or that are better at that. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm obviously not bringing those things to the table, so someone else needs to bring them to the table. Um, so that's my one thing. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I, I had I had another friend ask me about it. I had never heard of it. and uh, It was so huge, like uh, maybe a year or two ago. I don't know. People were obsessed with it. Yeah, and he was like, man, you need to check it out. And I like I Googled it, and uh, it was like 12 bucks. And I was like, ah, 12 bucks. I don't know. I know, but now, I know. Now it, it, you should, everyone, just try it. There's like, a free one. No, it's just 12 bucks. But. but the reason the 12 one is awesome is then after you take it, they give you like 36 pages of in-depth stuff about you. Might have to do it. So I'm like, that's worth it. 36 pages of like in-depth, like scientific stuff. I'm like, people have studied this forever. It's been around for centuries. So I'm like, it's it has a lot of backing. And, you know, if it doesn't resonate with you, cool, try something else. But... For me, I was like, whoa, this is mm-hmm. reading my mail. and so. Yeah, reading my mail. I like that. <laughs> but uh, th- th- that's that's awesome. I, I think mm-hmm. it's great to always have like some kind of practical thing. And it's interesting that even if it's like a bunch of BS, there's mm-hmm. always some kind of... There's truth in th- everything. There's truth yeah. in everything. Yeah. yeah, you take the pieces even, that resonate and toss out the rest. I don't know if you use Spotify or not, but Spotify um, recently started doing curated musical playlists with a horoscope. So Capricorn, what? no joke. I took a screenshot of it though, because I was like, okay. 
All right. Mercury in retrograde. I had a bad day. I don't yesterday. even know. Exactly. What that's I'm like, like well, cool, whatever, whatever, man. <laughs> cool. So, but it was it was just interesting how like sometimes those things like they resonate a little bit. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, and not... there's some type of science behind it. Sometimes I'm like, well, they must. Yeah, quote unquote. Sometimes <laughs> it's just feelings or yeah. emotions yeah. or whatever, but But it's fun. Yeah. And and it gives, you know, the bad thing to do, the wrong thing to do, I think, is to always just exit ex everything. Mm-hmm. That you think that could be some torp- tor- uh, some sort of authority, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like like numerology or Enneagram or mm-hmm. horoscopes or the Bible or or mm-hmm. what have you. It's always good to submit yourself to something, even mm-hmm. for a moment. Yeah, because in that submission, you say, "Okay, well, maybe in that submission, you admit that you don't know everything. You need something, yes. And mm-hmm. then at that point, you can have some sort of breakthrough, mm-hmm. which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um. Well, mm-hmm. I really appreciate uh, you sitting down with me. Yeah, We're kind of wrapping up a little bit. Oh, cool, yeah. So did you it's have good. anything oh, yeah. else that you wanted to uh, tell people about? Among the Pines, I don't know. Volume 1 is available. There, It's a boop, curated boop. list of the best of East Texas. Yeah. It's going to be a great addition to any um, coffee table um, yeah, it's in a couple local you. stores around East Texas, or you can just buy it online, just amongthepines.com. You can go buy awesome. it online. We are now out of hardcover. Sorry, I need to change my inventory. There was one left, but um, someone bought it today. So Awesome. Um, no. ETX Market's coming next month. April 27th. And, and Lufkin, Come on out. It's not that far. That's another thing about no. the East Texas community. Everything's so close. Everything's it's so close. It's a day close. trip. It's it's not so easy. even. It's mm-hmm. an hour. Mm-hmm. It's like an hour. Yeah. You just have to commit mm-hmm. and then be willing. Yeah. To discover something new, and you're mm-hmm. helping people do that. So, yes, I, hope um, so. I do want to acknowledge you. Um, this is kind of a new, somewhat new thing, but um, I want to acknowledge you because you have drive. Oh, thank you. And this is uh, <laughs> this is something that I've worked in in my life. Um, it's it's an anchor point that that. It's five principles that mm-hmm. I thought of years ago mm-hmm. that um, I said, I want to do these five things mm-hmm. uh, in my life, in work, in, in my life, in relationships and what have you. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, part of this podcast is I get to connect with people that I see the same traits mm-hmm. and the traits are mm-hmm. dedication, relationships, integrity, volition and enthusiasm. And nice. I think if you well, find you. Fi- those five things, you're going to find some success. You're going to you're going to find success. Mm-hmm. And you're dedicated to East Texas. You mm-hmm. made that commitment. True. You're mm-hmm. dedicated to highlighting the best of East Texas and mm-hmm. that's awesome. You're building relationships within that. Mm-hmm. You have integrity. You're not you're you're making you're you're doing what you said you're going to do. Mm-hmm. You 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 you're going for it. Yep. Um, volition yeah. is a fancy word for uh, will. Mm-hmm. You're like tenacity. Sort tenac- of. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. And uh, that's definitely something you just said. Hey, I'm just gonna go do it. I'm gonna be yeah. the weird one. Yeah. I'm gonna be the weird one uh, in East Texas to just just go after it, and then you do it with a with a fun mm-hmm. attitude. You're, you're enthusiastic. So just want to acknowledge you for that. You're a driven individual, and I appreciate you being on this podcast. Yes. Thanks for having so, me. Um, let's see. If Thanks, guys. People are just saying hi. Awesome. Among the pines. <laughs> um, the podcast will be up like in a week or so. So thanks for listening.